Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam Perry. Welcome to Get Out There, Get Known. And thanks for tuning in. We're going to talk about something that is pretty more maybe baby or Gen Xers. Those that probably have a body of work about maybe 20 years, maybe 30 years, sometimes even 40 years, right, of body of work that you have been in a career, basically like a career your entire life. And one of the things that is a certain point in time, don't want to be tired. You want to refire, right? You want to refire your life. You don't want to be tired. You've been doing what you've been doing for a long time. And, yeah, you know, you're not so much really want to do that anymore. You don't want to do it your entire life. So what do you do? So that's what we're going to talk about today. How do you really take that and rebrand, pivot, re-energize, how to really relaunch a brand so that you can get out there and get known? And that's what we're going to talk about. I'm getting on my Facebook right now for those who are watching me, just like, what is this lady doing? I'm actually sharing the uh, the actual live that I do this live. So that's another thing too. Podcasting is a really good way to to showcase any new expertise or new interests that you have. I personally though, I have always been in the communications field. So it's a little bit different for me, but it is if you're switching from one career to another, that's what we're really talking about. For me personally, I started out uh, basically my career was in journalism, always in journalism. And then from there, I my first job out of college was, you know, was working at the Detroit Free Press. And I worked there for seven years. And then from there, uh, I'll put it over here. Then from working at the Free Press, I got uh, the JOA went through. And, and basically at that point in time, I was quote unquote laid off. Uh, I wasn't even 30. And I was like, what does layoff mean? And it's like, well, we're going to pay you to leave. I'm like, really? I wasn't planning on staying here my whole life anyway. So I was like, I get paid to leave. I was really excited about it. People were sad. I was like, no, no, no. I got a big old check uh, to leave. So the other thing that I that uh, was interesting is that I said, okay, I was in advertising sales and I still was writing a little bit. But I realized at a certain point in time, I had a little bit of a knack about doing PR because a lot of times I would pitch stories of my clients, my advertising clients to writers. Right. So that was something that I did. Wasn't really supposed to do, but that was something that I enjoyed doing because I love working with my clients and helping them really get press besides just really doing ads. So then went into radio, went into radio advertising and I was writing scripts. I was doing some voiceovers. I was selling advertising again, doing a lot of the things that I enjoyed in the communications field. Went from radio and then basically at this point noticed that there was a lot of uh, lack of people of color in the advertising broadcasting space, advertising radio and television specifically. 
not so much print because they had NABJ, which is really at one point in time started with a lot of uh, print journalists, but the, the, the radio and television and the advertising industry, there was a lot. So I started a nonprofit. Didn't really know about what starting a nonprofit meant. Did that for many years alongside working in radio, but I really enjoyed, uh, I promoted the nonprofit, did all of the events for the nonprofit, uh, gave out scholarships, booked speakers for, the, for this particular nonprofit, it was called Blacks in Advertising Radio and Television. So it wasn't really different because it was still around the same space. What I did was really just uh, do a lot of promotion. So I realized that I love that. And so eventually I left uh, the radio part of my career and started working with nonprofits specifically. Had an epiphany roughly about 30 or so. And I said, you know what? I really love doing PR and marketing for nonprofits. So I stayed with that for about seven years and then eventually went back into PR and working with the type of clients that I like working with and primarily those that I want to market the message, those who have a message they want to share with the world, those that are making a difference. That was just me. I had always worked um, also too with other type of clients in terms of doing PR as well. I worked with some agencies. I worked on McDonald's. I worked with some automotive clients. They were okay. They paid the bills, but I really didn't enjoy it. So this particular uh, stint at this point now where I am basically been doing this for since 2000 for 20 years or so, 21 years or so. And I really do enjoy this work and I enjoy working with the type of clients. I work with authors and speakers, those that primarily want to get their message out to the world. They primarily are, um, the body work is encapsulated in their books. All right. So I help with the literary side. Matter of fact, I'm speaking at uh, the National Black Book Festival. I've been speaking with them for probably the last five or six years or so. And that's something that I always have enjoyed. Speak at the Publishing of Color, which is a Christian uh, conference for Christian speakers. So that I'm kind of getting a little bit ahead of myself. But how do you make that pivot from what you've been doing to what you want to do? Right. That's really the key. How do you make that pivot? And it's really not that hard. And it just takes deliberate action. And remember, I was doing a lot of my pivoting before social media, before cell phones, actually. <laughs> so so a lot of things have changed. But I will say that there are some things that that are pretty much standard if you're making that pivot and want to rebrand. So one of the first, I'm going to give you some tips. I'm going to give you five. So five tips. And there'll probably be some five A's and 5.5 and 5.2. But one of the first things that I would say, if you want to make a pivot, so say, for instance, you've been a chiropractor your whole life and now you want to be a wellness coach or you have been a judge your whole life and now you want to do something different or you have been a photographer your whole life and now you want to do something different. So I'm kind of talking a little bit about my brain accelerators, right? Because this is where a lot of them are. Or you've been a, a, a trainer in one area and now you want to do something else. I'll give you a good example of a, a person that um, was a client who was a nonprofit executive and really wanted to move and quote unquote retired and refired into a new career. She and, and, and one of the things that uh, Dr. Geneva, I'll say her name, is that she left, she had a body of work, like 30, 40 years, presidents of nonprofits and really pulling together all of her credentials and all of her accolades and awards were in that one area. 
So it's hard for people to really see her differently, right? Because branding is about how people are seeing you, how you're positioned, like what people say about you when you leave the room. But they knew her from her experience in this nonprofit world, United Way Community Service and all of this. So when she, quote unquote, retired and refired, one of the first things that she did was create a podcast. Right. The podcast was her body of work. She did about a hundred podcasts, right? It was called Ignite to Impact because really for her is that, again, she didn't retire, but refire. So she's igniting for impact, impact in the community, impact women's lives. So once you really understand who it is that you're really speaking to, what audience, what problem you're solving, new problem you're solving, you could still use your own ex- your your experience that you've had in your previous quote unquote career. Don't ever leave it and just say, I'm not doing that anymore because that's going to come with you and you leverage that. You leverage whatever skills and experience and accolades and awards that you have. You have to figure out, you have to figure out how to blend that, how those skills can now match to where you want to go. So she left that, she did the podcast. Then she was doing courses. She got certified as a coach. She wrote a book, several books. She became active on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook group, building community around her new thing that she's doing, igniting to impact, inspiring women to live their best life, really to live the vibrant life. And that what she's calling herself as the vibrant life architect. Being retired, refired, she then went on and 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 won. Got in, got in a uh, pageant called Fit and Fine, Miss Black Fit and Fine, and won that. Then, for those that are on the podcast, she actually won uh, that, and then she actually started a new career as a model actress. She was in this particular campaign for Health Alliance Plan, where she uh, branded herself you know, as a person that is a senior, right? And she was in this and billboards everywhere, CNN, the commercials ran. This is one of the mailers that came to the house. I keep this uh, with me, but it started with, that's a nonprofit executive. Who would have thought that if she got in a pageant and then had the photos and then applied herself, I showed her different places where she can go and and uh, apply for an audition for these commercials. And she won. And she won that. And she got on commercials. And that's part of the pivot to showing and empowering women that they can live a vibrant life. This is a picture of a vibrant life, is it not? And that is the name of her course. And she has different books written on that. She's doing work with AARP. So that's one person that took a body of work that they were doing and now really leveraging it into another career. So what's the first thing that she did? The first thing she did was write a book. And her book was on leadership because that's really the bridge. That's the the equal thread of where she was going, helping people become good leaders. So getting your leadership on, this was her tip booklet that she did. She put this together. This was her very first product. So when I tell people, oh my God, I got to write a book. I got to write a book. Same thing with my other client, Dexter B. Jenkins. He wrote a book as well, tips booklet called Getting Your Money Straight and Building Wealth, 52 Tips. They're just very, their books are a way to position you as an authority. 
even though this is a booklet, it is still content and content is king. I'll talk about that in a minute. But one of the main things, if you're not really familiar with how to pull all this together, my Ready, Set, Go, Speak program will really help you. You see the link scrolling at the bottom, but ReadySetGoSpeak.com will really help you how to pull all this out of yourself in terms of like what's my body of knowledge, how do I put that threads together, and how do I go to the new place. So writing the book, I have a whole module on publishing. So that's one thing. The other thing is that if you're going to make this big pivot, this rebrand, this relaunch, this re-re-re. Hey, Tangie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast about this hair. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the other thing is the website. And I talked about this on Clubhouse the other day about websites, not having a whack website, but having a wow website. But more so, one of the first things that you're going to need when you do a website is a new photo shoot. So maybe it's new hair, like like Tangie was saying, like maybe it's new hair, it's new scenes, it's new props. A lot of that will associate with a new brand. And you'll know this from movie stars, right, or celebrities. When there's something new that's going on, they have a new look, whether it's J-Hud or or, or uh, J-Lo, right? They've got a new look. So part of it is really getting that website together, getting the photo shoot and getting a new look and a new brand. The visuals matter, but also the content on the website as well, because you're talking to a new audience about something new that you're doing. So you want to make sure that that is tight and right. I have a whole module on how to whip your website into shape in the Ready, Set, Go, Speak. And also there's a photo shoot planner that you hand off to a photographer of the new brand that you're building. All right. So I'm also doing a uh, conference. So make sure that you go to panperrypr.com, go to the blog. I'm going to be blogging about that in terms of um, the conference that I'm doing on how to build your business brand with Comcast. So that's next week. So it's probably dated by the time you hear the podcast, but you can still go to the website, panperrypr.com and actually get the information on that. It probably register and get the replay. So the other thing is to do a class, right? And have people out of the class. So whatever the new thing that you want to do, if you're a judge and you want to be a speaker, or if you're a photographer, you want to be a speaker, you want to speak, do the class, do like a a, 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 a webinar and invite people in it. Or maybe it's a, a series of classes. And I have a, a friend that did that. She's been in journalism for many, many years. And then eventually she says, I really want to help people tell better stories. Not necessarily in the magazine anymore, but in a like a course, like in a coaching type of consulting area. So what she did is that she had, um, I think it was about six people audit a class, a webinar that she did workshops, I guess you say online workshops for a period of six weeks, six people, six weeks. I think it was about six weeks and they audited this. So basically giving her real live feedback on how this would work in their business and in their life. So if you do want to do that pivot and that rebranding, create a course, okay, test it out on some friends, <laughs> I would say friends, you know, colleagues and things like that. So they can give, you can get real time feedback. Because sometimes we have an idea that I really want to do this, but I don't really know how it's going to play out. You play it out by really creating a, an audit or a little incubator of people. That's really, really key. Hey, Ray, how are you? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Listen, 
for a long time, I didn't like to speak though, right? That was the main thing. I did not like to speak. Not like a Les Brown motivational speaker. I didn't see myself as that. I promote those type of people, but I love talking about PR marketing and branding. You you hit the light and say go, and I'm going right. That's that's my thing. I love that part. Uh, so I try to teach that to those messengers that really want to know a little bit more about marketing and PR. Later today, I'll have someone who used to be a TV anchor and talk about how to really become an on-air expert. Um, okay, so that's later today. So, but the other thing is to do that class. Do the class through the webinar, you know, create the workbook with it. This is a, a workbook that uh, Della Toro has right here. So he could do a class like this. Oh, thank you. Yeah, go to panperrypr.com. That's where that's where you find out everything. So this is a workbook of my client, Dale, right? And so one of the things that this came from was in a live event that he had. Yeah, he did a live event. And then from his live event, he put together a workbook and a book, right? That was from his live event. His, his event was called Full Throttle. This particular book is called Shift Into Higher Gear. If you don't have it, you should get it. It's really, really good. He's on the cover of Speakers Magazine this month too, by the way. I feel like I'm the I'm the Van White here putting up these props. Those that are listening can't see it, but those who are watching can see it. So the other thing is to become, to make this pivot, this rebrand, this relaunch. I want to do something different. Be content crazy about the new thing. Be content crazy. When I say content crazy, you're blogging like Dr. Geneva did 100 podcasts about leadership, igniting to impact. Uh, you are doing a lot of content writing. The, the tips booklet, you can take the tips and you can make some of those social media memes. Uh, those are some of the things. When I say content crazy, crazy, obviously speaking. So speak anywhere. Speak everywhere. Get your message out there in front of the right audiences whether it's the Rotary Club, whether it's the Toastmaster, whether it's the, the Chambers of Commerce, you are speaking, you're re, retooling your body of work into a new area. So it's going to be difficult because people are going to see you as one thing and they're not going to see you as a new. So you have to create a new body of work. You've got to create those digital footprints. You've got to get, you've got to get on social media and create new Things besides the website, but you've got to create new, new, a new digital footprint that really shows up on the first page of Google who you are now. And one of the things that's really hard is if people know you as something, and I'm going to say this: they know you for something, they know you're really, really good at it, and but you don't want to do it anymore. The thing that you can always do is consult with that if you don't want to do it. And this is from. One of the things that a lot of my publicist colleagues, they're like, oh, girl, I cannot write. <laughs> That's the dog here. I cannot write another press release and I can't do another pitch. I don't want to do that. I was like, OK, that's fine. But people will pay you to consult because they have 30 years experience in it. Right. But they will pay you to consult. So maybe at, or you can mentor younger people under you to do what you used to do. That's a whole nother thing that you could do. But if you want to leave it all together, I can understand that because you're done with that. I have another friend uh, that really, once they quote unquote retired from uh, working in advertising, they really loved art. And so their main thing now is that they did art and then they opened up an art gallery. And now they're around the things that they love more so than what they were doing before. So you have to really 
how do I say it? When she op- when she was doing her art, obviously she used the skills when she was in the advertising communications PR field of how to promote her art. So I always say God doesn't waste anything. Anything that you had in your previous career, you're probably going to use it all the way through. You got to figure out how to leverage that. So she used her marketing skills on how to really make the pivot into art. And so now when she did her art gallery opening, she had press there. She did the marketing and all of that. So she doesn't do marketing and advertising anymore, but she has to do it for her business, which is art gallery. So that's another thing. The other thing when I say be content crazy is that Besides speaking and networking to speak and letting people know about the new thing that you're doing, uh, if you are a photographer and you don't want to be a photographer anymore, then let people know as boldly as you can. So right now, the things that are really, really, I guess you would say really hot right now are Clubhouse, TikTok, and Reels. Those are where the pushes are right now. Next year, maybe not but you want to go where there is the most excitement where it's rising up in the algorithms in terms of where people are looking and listening, right? Hey, so Kenneth, so make sure that, um, I can put this in here that we go to Pam Perry PR, there you go. So you see that, there you go, uh, pamperrypr.com. So the thing with, with that is that now we've got the TikTok. So if, if you don't want to be a photographer anymore, you want to be the next big, a uh, person that gives out advice about not necessarily photography, but something like life advice using the newer platforms will help you do that. But you have to shape it because now you have to find a new community of people. Obviously, you're going to tell them what you did before because that you didn't just come out of anywhere, you know, come out of nowhere. So you want to make sure that if you're on these new platforms to let them know who you were, just drop some nuggets. I'm a former such and such, whatever, whatever. And now I'm doing this. And your content has to speak for itself, whether you're doing reels, nothing you have to dance, but there's creative ways to do reels by dropping little nuggets like nugget one, nugget two, or maybe you're doing interviews with people on your podcast. Maybe you're doing reels. Reels are the same as kind of like the TikTok. They're little short minute bite-sized nuggets that you can put together very quickly. If it's something that's new, that's exciting, obviously the things you're going to do is you're going to network with all the new people all the new influencers in that field. You're going to be speaking with them. You're going to be reading their books. You're going to be in a, you're going to have to inundate yourself with the new area because what you were in before, you you know that. Now you're in something new. It's kind of like going to a new high school, right? Or, you know, it's like, oh my God, I'm in a new school. So you have to learn the lay of the land. So you're going to have to network more aggressively into the new area. You do that with Clubhouse is a great way of doing that. Facebook, not so much, but I would say just basically looking at the titles of the things that that you want to go into and go in those rooms, raise your hand and get up on the stage and talk. People will look at what you've done in the past, but you're making the pivot. You're rebranding yourself. The other thing that's a great way to rebrand, relaunch, and to make a pivot is to do a live event. Yeah, we're coming out of COVID. It doesn't have to be very, very large, but it does have to be a live event to be in front of people to showcase your expertise, your new expertise that you're really trying to see yourself as an industry leader. So by having a live event, you can get video so you can share and show on social. So having a live event, even if it's a workshop. So I have uh, one of our branding accelerators uh, that was in the last session. She was a voiceover artist and she wants to really 
leverage that more. So what she's doing now is really going to have a live event that showcases how to get started in the voiceover industry. That positions her as a leader in that terms of like, she's a go-to person of like how to get started. Right. So that's one of the things too, because her career was just basically in corporate. She really wants to embrace the whole voiceover community. So that's where she wants to be. She wants to land. She's doing a workshop. She's speaking. People will hear her speak. They will hear her voice acting. And from there, she can leverage that speaking, training, career, a new career, right? But it's going to take some time. Any of this is going to take some time, right? But one of the fastest ways I would say is, is going through the social media part, creating content, blogging, podcasting. And then if you do live events and you do books, obviously you can do publicity. You do marketing. You do marketing about the, the topics of your book and you and you find different radio, TV, and print publications to, to really uh, go and be a guest on because you're the guest expert. You're the subject matter expert. So knowing the new area is really, really important. And the other thing too, this is the last is to have a coach. A coach will help you with the blind spots. A coach will help you accelerate basically so that you're not staying in one spot for a long time. A coach will help you really give you the shortcuts, make the contacts, show you some different ideas that will help speed up the time of you going into a new area to rebrand and pivot. And so my Ready, Set, Go Speak is more like an online course where it's self-paced, but then there's the Brand Accelerator where I work with you one-on-one -on -one to put you in touch with the right people and put you in the right places and really help you get out there and get known faster in the new places where you want to go. So you may want to look at that as well. But I will say, if you're very clear about where you were and where you want to go, I can help you. If you're still trying to figure out where you want to go, that is someone else that I can send. I can talk with you and then basically have someone that helps you figure out your purpose and how to really take your previous career and blend it into a new type of place where you want to go. But once you know where you want to go, then I can help you accelerate and get there. That's really my sweet spot in terms of that. So like I said, some of the things, again, is to make sure that you, uh, you know, if you want to rebrand, pivot, relaunch, the first thing is a book, and then the book can lead to PR. Uh, it can lead to um, definitely some new opportunities that open up, new connections. Networking is really, really important. Obviously, the website photo shoot, just really just showing up new makes you feel new, and then people see that signal like, hmm, okay, they're not doing what they used to do. There's something new going on. But don't just throw up any website. Be very deliberate about all of that, very intentional. And the other thing is to have a class or a course, do a live event, have a community, build a community, see who's interested, and be content crazy. Content crazy, produce content, whether it's tips booklets, whether it's articles, what you're blogging, you're podcasting, uh, you're doing articles on LinkedIn. Those are some of the things to do. And, and getting on Clubhouse so people can hear you. I invite you to my speaker and PR, speaker PR and branding club every night, Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. I drop gems. I have guests there. The branding accelerator grads and the new branding accelerators are there as well. Uh, definitely invite you to be on that. And then also know who your influencers are. Know who your influencers in your new area. Who are they? 
what are your benchmarks? And then the other thing is to make sure that you get a coach, someone that can coach you that will help you with uh, not, you know, not make the mistakes, give you some shortcuts and really make sure that you accelerate in that thing. So I invite you to do that. The brand accelerator dot com. The waiting list is open for next year. You can get on that and definitely make sure that you're listening to this podcast every week. Subscribe, listen to share, rate and review. That's one of the things that will help uh, you get out there and get known too, because you know, when you rate something or you actually leave reviews, you're actually still seen. So remember I said, you want to get out there and get known. That's one of the main things is being involved in a community and people who help you, you help them. That's karma, basically. <laughs> so that's one of the main things. So that's really it. That you know, so many people are rebranding, baby boomers especially. It's like, what do I want to do now? It's like, okay. So if you want something new that you have to do, there's certain steps in order to rebrand. It took you 20, 30 years to really build up a body of work, but with today, with the social media, learning how to do that now, it's a lot easier to really uh, make the pivot but you have to know what you're doing websites and photo shoots and doing TikToks and reels all of that blogging podcasting don't be afraid of technology it is your friend all right technology is your friend so with that i thank you so much and i will see you later today all righty i'm pam perry and i am out you've been listening to the get out there and get known podcast brought to you by pamperrypr.com where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PanPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PanPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.